I'm going to tell you a yarn about a man who coming to be so fat that the man growed into the chair he was sitting upon, or maybe's the chair growed deep until the man. One dark time, some place in the glum north of the world, there lived a man, a woman, and a wee girl. All three of them dwelt in a big stone hoose up a bleak doof glen. The hoose, part of the bountiful inheritance of the man, was at one time lofty and grand, spick and span, brimfoo a revelry, song, debate and chatter, political banter, laughs and promise of much more to come. The man was at one time a mountain of a fella, viking gaze, turquoise eyes, rock flaxen hair, a laugh that catch like a moor fire, swank and strappin, brash as bracken, the fastest runner in the glen and a gifted piper to boot. At the Cayley he tapped toes in time, kilt shoein' to and fro, blowin' dulcet song that sent the lassies swoonin' and delirate so. The woman... Androula, at one time a Venus of a lassock, brazen as the raging sea, hair black pitch, eyes soft moss, skin cool as river ice, wit sharp as flint, fearless purpose or spirit. At the Cayley, cheeks red with pleasure, hips shoein' to and fro, she spun a reel that charmed the poor boy's raglish daft and swoonin' so. The cheeky pipe player met his match in Andrula, that he did. Their gladsome wadden was the crack of the parish, a gathering to cherish, a shin dig of such delight it growed until stuff of sweet legend. The red chair putting up at the hoose the day after their celebrated union, just afore our blithe sweethearts was off on a ruined world honeymoon trip. Tickets for Pullman, caravan, cruise ship, zeppelin, aeroplane, hot air balloon, cheval, chopper, clipper, coop, sled, jet ski, husky, toot toot, and all other marvellous inventions of travelling, primed and put. The chair. Who sent it, or why, is none of my ken. The chair, a muckle great parcel thing, wrap it in brown paper and string. And see... After the chair was unwrapped, the split new husband and wifey gasped in wonder. What magnificent bit of furniture, what thing o' charmed and precious rarity, a thoot parity. No ordinar sitting machine, instead a most consummate and splendid bow chair fit for a king. How grand, the wifey. Whisper. The velvet swag, scarlet as fresh cut blood, blazed. A black queen phoenix, most exquisite, carved free African ebony and proud at the heed, phoenix legs at the feet, fuffled their wooden plumes. Did they ruffle their feathers? Did they? Siller preens prinkled free a thin rolling contours that was soft as dust, dense as clotted cream. French in fabrication, shaped by the canniest craftspeople of the generation and ancient of epoch. 
a heady scent of vanilla wizard for the impeccable hand-stitched seams, a dream was sitting machine. The man laid his lean hand in the nesh, red cloth. How snug, he'd said. Smells just like a piece of cake. Gosh, they gaggled some. The man took off his fine tweed jacket, then sat his rump on the chair's plump magenta cushion. Who wouldn't? But oh, what a gaff! Free that grim moment, our glorious young man never ever got up again, didn't budge a bit, there he stayed. Well into dark night the quailing bride to prize him oot tickled the groomy peacock plumes and fingers till they ached. When no luck she pulled the young buck's limbs, heaven forfend, tugged his bonny heed and all in futile efforts to force the man free the red chair. The doctor comed, the priest, the midwifey that borne him, prescribing pills and canting prayers, burning, cleansing herbs whilst mumbling. What a farce. Worse. Free that grim moment, our young gadge grew extraordinary hungered, and all he desired to do was eat, eat, eat. At grey dawn, when the heartsayer bride was alone, unpacking the future until Manila boxes, the husband's ghostly voice echoed round the hoose, yowting desperate for food and food and evermore food. Och, oh, that was awful long ago. The hoose was since changed, a drum sight, a pernickety hermit pluffling gloomily on the chimney stack for a pipe. Drabbing by as hostile, wute. The man had since changed. He'd lost his puff. No longer could blow the pipes. Just huff. Worse. Because he ate and sat, the man had grown very fat. Athoot his clothes, he resembled a whopping jellyfish, a great pewe dollop of lard, a giant milky white blubbery grub. The woman, Andrula, had since changed. She'd lost her pluck, gone off, soured wit. Worse, she'd growed skinny as a bit of string, gangled, spiky, spidery, limbed, grizzled hair, scraped in joyless bun, scrunted skin. Athoot her clothes, freely in the scuddy, Andrula resembled an hour steep. A wooden spoon, a sliver of moon, a brittle skelet, a sickly stick insect. And the girl? Remember her? Late offspring of this odd man and wife, mayhap a miracle, not seen, not heard, we call her invisible. Invisible, she keepeth her cell to her cell, live in the attic, hiawa in her garret, no one gettin's to her. Bunkered in with books, stories, secretlin, stashed in crannies and nooks, hidden free grasp and sight. Stories lend the invisible child respite, some bite an oar in the face so a miserable plight. And in this harsh and bitter habitat, the remarkable red chair stand oot, a ruby atop a cow pat.
journal of an invisible child. It be the witch in Ur. Utter quiet. Mummy chapped at my door. Very late, very odd me thought to come into my room. It's private. She says, today's your man pa's anniversary day, so it is. So what if it is? She perch at the end of my bed. A swith hides my book under my covers. My book is bleak hoose. I have books under my bed. Ma mustn't find them. Can I show you something? She says. She didn't see the book. Phew. Trulins, I didn't want to see nothing. I am raided, invaded, bakawa. Goody twa shoes. I comply. She taken out free her penny a photo. Her penny stinks awful of onions, of cheese, yuck. There's flour under her fingernails, a dusting on her cheeks and chin. She looks a ghoul. She brushes the photo gentle with her ghouly fingers. It's caringly keep it blue in hue like far awa. Mummy and Da stood in at the door of a hoose. It's our hoose. I see valise in the bright hallway. Ma and Pa tweeted waving zeppelin tickets. Twinkly and fresh. They be. Photos are weird, petrified moments, relics, eerie and deed. Happy anniversary, ma, I say. Her eyes was watery. She'd taken my hand. This is rare, not very usual, not usual. I grin, said I want to say, you hate him. She says, sleep well. You hate him, I hate him, idiot, idiot. She slipped me a picture of Mada, age seventeen, playing the pipes. Keep it, she whispers. I didn't have a heart to say I'll burn it. Poor Ma. I wish I was a star in the sky. I wish I was a wolf. I wish. Oh, I didn't ken. I wish I was me, some part other. The man was a sitter, but more the man was an eater. He growed fantastically whoppin', a human balloon never poppin'. The hours he felt stechin', his cell silly, heart, brain, belly, gob ached to consume ram, stuff, cram. The man required the most scrumptious nosh possible. The larder was stuffed, therefore, we all things fine and edible. Patties. Partridge, poulet, pickles, haunch of venison, fowls of pheasant, guinea, grouse, goose, large broth pots of hotchpotch, scotch broth, stovies, cullen skink, octopus ink, legs of ham, racks of lamb, jars of jam, clagum, sirloin, T-bone, fillet, chump, potted anchovy, potted shrimp, potted hoch, potted eel, smokies, salmons, trouts, veal, lobster, oyster, longoustine, crab, tulsi, tamarind, sherbet dabs, crayfish, cuttlefish, monkfish, whelks, mussels, seaweed, scallop, elk, sea salt, samphire, urchin, shrimp, salsify, scotch pie, pork pie, game pie, rui, radish, cabbage, okra, kale, kohlrabi, plantain, oxtail, quail, snail, Black pudding, white pudding, figgy pudding, treacle pudding, roly-poly, summer sticky toffee bread and butter pudding, Christmas pudding, rice pudding, clutey dumpling, spotted dick, toad and hole, bubble squeak, horse meat, jukey feet, pig cheek leek. Lavender, chamomile, sage, 
thyme, saffron, nutmeg, lemon, lime, offal, tripe, haggis, hoof, truffle, puffball, halver, bisque, bridies, baps, durian, date, gnocchi, broccoli, skate. Parmesans, camemberts, black-eyed sous, stinking bishops, kebecks too, cheddar, griffle, pot au feu, ghee, brie, heather, honey, croissant, tofu, frangipani, chocolate, money, boilings, butter, boudin, brandies, brownies, bailey, spondons, shandies, screevers, scones, scrumpy, bannocks, faggots, nougat, riette. Ice cream, clotted cream, sorbet, sea bream, fardels, armagnac, lemon curd, quincemeat, mincemeat, gingerbread, Parleys, pami, pomegranate, rabbit, fenugreek, pan loaf, rarebit, baklava, pavlava, tat, tata, panettoni, nukem, patoine, concili, capunti, spaghetti, rigatoni, pappardelli, ravioli, tagliolini, vermicelli, stellini, ziti, oat cake, tea cake, honey cake, drizzle cake, ridge cake, fudge cake, mud cake, fish cake, flummery, pumpkins, dumplings, scratchings, confit, caramel, cornichon, crisps, rhubarb, schnapps, long douche, gin, wine, port, brandy, cola, marsala, salsa, verdi, pear drop, pulses, nuts, grains, strudel, clove, rose, brains, tablet, sep, treacle, toffee, macaroons, liquor, Tea, coffee. And who do you think did all the cooking? It was his good wife, Andrula, of course. Journal of an Invisible Child, skipping song. I flit through the hoose unseen, see through ceiling unclean, a gang in a nut the kitchen, or steam me drich and murky, a vein poor madashin under her feet cause she sorting the meat. Scamper about the yard, squatting we call storytelling my soul, black sheds to hide in, and fires deep within to warm my shiver and bones, reading my runes, crafting canes for the stones. Abide in the gloom of my room, macking a friend or a broom, a tart it up and shirt and hat, a gab and blether, chat and chat, confiding a wawi a bit to stick like it be a chum on my heart, unheard and heeded a am. My needs undelivered, how desperate I am, stealing white bread and ham. An oyster by times, a dollar per jam, a spoon that filled with silky, fishy, blacky, sticky, picky, bitty caviar. Capers for your jar, a nibble of rat, wing of bat, tail of cat, drat. Dabby a toad, ma be a load, alas, alack, how unseen I am, I am never seen, I'm the invisible child. Oh, Eating, the man's favoured pastime, though one other pleasure he had, the dulcet melancholic strains of sad or lively bagpipe song. Prized LPs and gramophone was muckle comfort to the man. Whilst chomping on a sausage or slochin' up scotch broth, he'd tap fat feet in time and gaily sing along, athin the feast in the room. See, after a long day's goblin, he snuggled up a snochterin in the excellent red chair for a kip, awaiting the next sweet morsel to pass his hungry lips. Sitting, sleeping, singing along, eating. That was all he did. We hostile grace Andrula prescribed the most succulent fare to satisfy the man's appetite. Epicurean, finely hewn, three delightsome meals as seven courses, every one and o'er the bits of chow in atween. Each and every day she trochled in the kitchen, curses a spitten, hellish morbid it was, or oh, broigal and bosh. Vaporous fug, sizzling stove, fryer, spatten, cat in a scrap. Prongs, hags, claws, hell-bent to scratch. Knives, keen to nib, 
dice cause all kinds of mischief. Atop the chopping block, steel hatchet skulks. Oh, bloody guts. Innards such as liver, stomach, spleen, or body parts, or features, the awful and viscera or gruesome postmortems, and she, Andrula, the unwilling cleaving assassin, or much of God's edible creatures. The kitchen was a torture chamber for Andrula. Knees red for scrubbing the ground. Hands gissent for endless washing up. Cuts, burns, scabs, rutted stringy arms, fingers bloodied by bitro, berry, blade, her nut, or oh, dunce for eye bashing it on the junk that hung free the roof. How desperate sad she was. Day in, day out, a thut respite, Dandula cooked a glut and gargantuan et all in sight. Slap up meal, followed, delish dinner, spread come after tea, topplin trays, a scrummy eats, snacks, tuck, tiffin, treats, lip smackin' snashters, put by a chack. And see, after all that, no one ever said, well done, Andrula, or oh, how delicious, or that's the best thing I've chomped in my life, nay less. Time accustomed cock and hen to grotesque and irregular habit. Time bound man and wife in dogged silence and unwrit on taunt. That is, the man will eat and she, the wife, will cook it. Alas for Andrula. Concocting the borscht, bitro soup and how to serve. In time I found few turning bitros and I smashed them with a wooden spoon. I added a wean of earth, a spat, a peed in it for good measure. I added bracken glass. What magnificent mixture, maxture. I snuck an ice bully free the kitchen. I patted the bloody roots in very pleasantly. For all the world it was bitro soup. A sprinkle, a bit of snow like sour cream, and it did look it good. A gotten, a white tea towel, and a lay it ceremonious like o'er my arm, and a fan a candle, and a settin' it alight, and a puttin' a doily on my head. And I went it to my da's windy, the vitrine o' the feastin' room. It was night time, and he was full sleepin', and I did seen me reflect it. And I did seen the carnal reflect it, and I did seen the starns reflect it. I bow, I speak low. Pa, this be fulsome bitro soup. Sup it. And I then did feed the windy like it mazmada, we a siller spoon. I watch the other me in the glass. I'm good and useful. And see, once the borscht broth is supped, the windy is covered with borscht blood, I wipes the borscht blood with a white tea towel. I'm very gladsome that added sir my da with my very own bitro soup that added fabricate with mine own hands. So I am.
One mislucket morning, Andrula woke with an ache in her gut, heed a heavy turnip. Free the pine tree a thoot, an owl hoot. Toot, toot! In spite to a siller moon, it was pitch black wheat, cold as ice to boot. On the way to the kitchen, stumbling free bed, ghostly plumes tumble free her mouth. Phantoms of words unsaid. Then she stood and on the letter. <laughs> no one ever write to her, nor her to no one, never. Dutifully do, Messrs. Hartful and Loveless inform you, Andrula Sophia Alexander of the untimely death of a sister, one Aphrodite Curie, having been et by an exceedingly large fish, or other some such creature, that has left one next of kin and kith thee, being a sister. The will and testament presently absent, or expenses debts accrued, will be got from the late Aphrodite Curie's estate, that will leave thee, Andula Sophia, as next of kin, next to nothing. Nothing. Messrs. Hartful and Loveless respectfully regret being the bringers of sorrow for tidings. Such is the unfortunate condition of our position as solicitors to the deceased, one that we mourn meet. Etc., etc., etc. Andrula's sister Aphrodite, a goner. Andrula gaup in horror. Oh, my soul, my saviour, Aphrodite, you giantess, how can you die? You wild, funny, indomitable, vital, now minced, erased, the shit free some monster's bowels seeping into the pit, the slimy silt of a loch some pert. Oh, wellness now glavender a poor here, whipper a chess. Never laugh, mere. I will not. As a fool, the minutes of my life is squandered, as left them every one in choking resentment. A mutant of a woman is a grub for gulls, bones for them to chop and spit out. With waste, my beauty withered, my soul a sack for a soldier to. Pissing. Oh, Aphrodite, oh God, hear my confession, a secret, my secret, to leave him. I promised myself I would act, I would deliver, secret the flaming girl to quit this hellhole and start anew. Fatty tatty, I have spitten under my breath in moments of valour, I, there have been... Just wait till I've gone. Who'll cook for ye then, man? Oh, Aphrodite, I was trotting off to you in freedom. You was husbandless, and I would never have to cook again. Oh, me, oh, my, oh, Lord, help me. I fear I will cook till the end of my days. I fear I will die in the kitchen, if not of it. 
then by my own hand, we may noddle in the gas oven. I woken up with Marsh, she was wailing and wailing, on and on it went it, and I did again whether it was animal or human being, on and on and on. And then I kent it was mummy, and I didn't ken why she was squealing like an animal, on and on and on. I heard it my da then, yelling he was like a beast, wifey, wifey, wifey. I went down the stair, ma was on the ground all flat, I seed wee puffs coming through her mouth, so she wasn't a deed. I got in a blanket cause she was blue, I put in a wee slash of brandy on her blue lips. I got in toasty cornflakes from a da, milk in a jug. Where's your ma? says the man. Laid up, says I. I got in my book and I ran to the snow hills. There's a stormy ludge there. I stayed the day and the night. Cause, cause, I eaten an apple and a jam piece and a lobster. I read my book, The House of the Deed by Rushon Fidor. In the night I heard the wolves and I didn't want them to eat me. I didn't want my deed. Please didn't tell me ma's deed. How and drool a gush, tears enough to shape a sea eye that much. Sudden. Pearson, Grizzly, a shriek. Oh, Lummy, it's the husband, my good man. Mac breakfast fast as I can. Andrula, loup up. Bang her nut on just the right pot. Plonk it atop the stove that's piping hot. Something's no right. No right. What's the time? Jings, I blubbed the day away, away. The night and all, sweet Jesus, fatty hasn't ate a morsel, a not breakfast, lunch, dinner, elevenses or supper, neither nibble nor buttery by bit bap, nothing. The man is famished, so he is. Demented, we hunger and thirst. I'm coming! But something had took hunger's place. Something worse. Maggoty blob, shugles to and fro. A jelly. Ham fists, bash rum barreled chest. Porky trotters squeeze belly. Eyes whirl about meaty heed, marled taw, purple and reed. Neck, veiny vintage stilton, throbs something shocking. Man grind teeth, chomp lips, crunch gums, slittery tongue flap, flips colossal hideous slug, slaver and spittle about his boiled pig mug. Oh, help my Bob. The man grapples for breath, teeters on the lip of death. 
Andula grab oh, the gramophone, clute the man about the chest. For you, tis mooth like gunshot zooms a duck. A duck? A duck? A teeny, totty, denty, yellow plastic ducky. The duck swither for a blink or two, three or four, soar and up we, denty we wings bringing it up, up we. Oh, glorious momentary liberty within the customary gloom of the feastin' room. Fat man swift is took we filthy fit of belching. Burp follows mingin' burp. Hot winds of wind blast out, keeping the fine wee bird afloat. Oh, fanciful trip. Flip. And do a gasp. Toasty cornflakes. Free gifts within cartons of cornflakes. That's it. Greedy gut golloped one of you's fabricated fowl. I see, I see it now. Oh, valiant yellow duck. Ye sped about fatties and timmers, propelled by the infernal gases of a forgot gut. Ye nestled in his throat, got stuck. He couldn't have breathed mere cause you'd cut off his vital supply of air. Androla. Oh, for the love of God. He spoke in my name. And then... Andrula seen the man. Total mesmerised be she by the blueness of his turquoise een, strucken dumb by their vivid beauty again the shocking red chair. Yonder mist love o'ertook her, the man's laugh rampant as a moor fire, viking cheek, the honey weed had we a poke of pipes and how she'd had to fight the lasses to win him, how fine he had been. She couldna recall when last he'd spake them vowels and consonants in such a slew that Andrula for his fat mouth flew. Andrula, just a name yet, yon wee word spake clear o' the same. A herstry, ancestry in it, Andrula not a charwoman, a woman, damn it. Lineage too, fine crew of dames, wad loved, grieved, protested, got arrested, keep it the country afloat in war, spied and died for freedom, freedom. Ha! We all her wit and brains, what blundersome choices she'd made. An immense sorrow crushed Andula's heart. But not for long. A weird murmelins bubbling through some part in the husband's gut. We gob smack in revulsion and shock. Andrula watches ponge pitch and heave like a great sea. And the rumpus, oh, holy moly. Slip, slap, gurgle, glug, splosh. The contents of the belly slush about like seawater slap in the deck of a ship. The red chair creak and groan as though the vessel herself steer in a heavy swell. The slapping get coarser. The man begowed to gag, a devilish gagging that bubble and tell on a mighty wretching. Andrula stop at her ears, squeeze her eyes tight shut. We a belch like a clap of thunder, the man's mouth falls, cavernous, fixed, like 
Medusa had glanced his way, turning him to stone, his gob the spout of some tremendous saliva dribbling waterfall. Oh, hold on to your seats. Resembling a primordial geezer, the man spewed a stinking brew of half-digested breakfast, lunches, dinners too, along with your other shape of snacks. A whooshing farouche or babaganoush hummus humped chocolate-oos schla the walls and cling there most innard-like. That was just the hors d'oeuvre. The entree, gushing gobbets of tatanus puke with girole, sweet tooth, de swooshing lobster bisque, pukanesca a la ella fraff, egg and cress with a terp wobbliness, a cold tin soup, splatototot, every hot aboot, including the favoured record collection. Le plat principal, fichy green bile with carrots, diced, roast gnurps, lamb, rio chassidy, pura tempron, tabretatata, the roof, rendering it sopping. For pudding, le désert, the fat man, the new, a kind of human volcano, capus, a kedgery, crumbled, caper, scurly, seek, jean, foul, sweet, it seek for more minutes than yous would care to count. Oot and oot and oot, fray his mouth, teemed an unstoppable jet of the most glorious, erroneous, baroque, minging and vile, barfing yuck that you or I or the incredulous and no less would be likeliest to witness in several's lifetimes. I got on a knife the day. I cutted my arms, sliced them purposefully. Took pencil sharpener the day, in wee my thumb, twist it purposefully. Throwed myself down the stair, wanted to live near mere. I done it the day purposefully. Felt it sore, blood come, felt it better for the day. Stood with the shoes in the snow. Stood for three hours or more, frozen feet, meeting the deed, smirk at the deal, weep nae more, laid on your bones under the stones, die once, die twice, die thrice, never, no more. What a midden. Andrula stood and soak it to the skin, wrap it in the congealed vomit of her husband's extraordinaire, expeditious detoxification. Steaming like a fresh made turd. Amidst the sticky apocalypse lay the spoiled remains of the gramophone player. The dear records wilted in the bitter broth that seeped into their songs. Like nothing was wrong, the red chair stood gleaming, uncorrupt, gentle as ever, brimful of candor. Through a gloopy window, Andula seed that it was snowing. Flakes of pearl and snow drop it to the ground we eat, each flake the clod of earth that would bury her for good. Oh, husband. Oh, sister. Oh, child. We hid bowed, back bent like a crook. Andula went after muck at the slop. We a boiling bucket of bleached water and a mop. Man, chafe. Man, seep. 
man sit upon the chair, or are the twasome conjoined there, Siamese twins, you've heard of them. Cushion, round and nesh, or is that ooze in flesh? What was who and what was where, what was man and what was chair? Damn, could you tell it? For he's a colossus of outlandish thick, super whopping big as a yak. A pickle of a state should be in a jar to inspect for scientific interest. Breeding sores, sappy boils, yellow plukes, black heads wee roots, and oak would be prude. A petri dish of most distinguished bacteria. Black teeth, gruggous tongue, breath filthy, humph. Dirt gathered in creases, and twa three peculiar creatures making nests and laying eggs therein. Oh, ug, oh, yuck, oh, foul, foul, foul. Fatty, daddy, you're no good. Chop you into firewood when you're dead. Boil your heat, mark it into gingerbread. He's sleeping. He's itching. An itchy itch at the man's ripe neck. Andrula. Is that you, my wifey, a tickling at my collar? His wifey? How nutty. Oh, spooky caress. Twas not his wife tickling his neck by heck. Twas the red velvet chair. At last, we have arrived at the instant when our tale comes good and the man grows into the chair or the chair grows into the man or maybe it just gobbles him up. Oh, cherry red, velvet thread, very lang and wiggly is primed to trust, to chomp and scoff the chap a wappin' belly. But how to crunch this creashy man? How to ramsh gargantuan to munch Titanic guy, the fella to fat the tato the pies, the fella to fat the tato the pies. First thing to tether him strong, yoke pudgy goose, thrust a be pen blot doon, wrap him round, bind his pot, bind his girth, bind his abundant circumference, more easy to swallow him whole. More easy to swallow him whole. More easy, more easy, more easy to swallow him whole. Och, fatty's knotted fast. Scarlet thread, yank behemoth. Bit by bit, mammoth beans disappear and in by the coiled springs and the horse hair stuffing. And a mighty roar, the chairs a fire. Whoosh, phoenix plumes alight. Oh, delight. A flash, flames, Neymar, man's reborn, a cheer, the man's reborn, a cheer. Oh, nice and neat and back together in one glorious red bow, child. And there you stand, both chair and man, as one uniquely bound. Chair, pronounce you man and chair, pronounce you, pronounce you, pronounce you.
chance enough to happen upon this most extraordinary chair. Be luckier yet to sit a poet at this most exceptional moment. No inkling would you have of a living, breathing human being deep cocooned and by with the coiled springs and the horsehair stuffing. No idea a fat man free two turquoise eyes brilliantly disguised as silapreens whose outwards peeking and seeing. No Suspicion, a heart thump strong in our woolly breast, permissing this wretch, some way miraculous, some way as in a fairy tale, to live, to live. Oh, how the chair blazed, rekindled, burnished birds, siller preens, siller starns. Oh, heady arôme de vanille, scent au petite madeleine, warm, delicious, sweet, like just out of an oven and ready to eat. Yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> 